0: And now, to today's message. Articulate your word.
1: I pray that your word will be strong amongst us. We will not live here the same. We will live here gladdened that you spoke to us. In Jesus' name, amen. So, succeeding at work. Succeeding at work. How the Christian can succeed at work. Now, the question I want to ask is, Does work excite us? Do we see our work as excitement? Do we see our work as a point where we have a sense of achievement? How do we see our work as professionals? How do we see our jobs as Christians? Do we enjoy what we do? Or we hate what we do do we enjoy what we do or we hate what we do it's very important that we answer these questions because it has a direct link to your well-being as a Christian but the fact is that most adults work most adults work most people who are in their adult state they work they find something to do so we have so many kinds of um, work in the system at every level. We have machines, we have lawyers, we have doctors, we have electricians. There's so much work. People, every, most adults in church, outside church, they work. So, now, in general, most people work five days in a week. Most people work eight hours in a day. So by the time the person is going on retirement, he might have worked so many years, so many hours of work. In the year, the average Ghanaian works 50 weeks in the year. So in general, a lot of adults work. So a lot of adult Christians, there are more employed Christians in the church than unemployed Christians in the church. But tonight we are looking at something strategic, connected to the prophetic word for the year. Now, most most of the times that we are awake, the time we spend is connected to our work. Most of the times that we are awake, the time we spend is connected to our work. So it's either... You are preparing for work, or you are, you, are, you are driving to work, or you are at work, or you have clothes from work, or you are resting from work. So I'm driving a point before I start preaching. You can't joke with work as a human being. Work is part of our life. You cannot joke with work. Because most of the time that you are awake, you are either preparing for work, you are either walking to work, you are either driving to work, you are either in a transit to work, whether you you are either working or either you are close or either you are resting from work. If you see work a miserable venture, you will make your life miserable. If work does not mean anything to you, your life will mean nothing because you are basically what you do your life will reflect what you do the composition of your life is a product of the work you do in fact your possession has a reflection of what you do so if you jump with work that means that you don't want to increase A man who will increase is a man who takes his work seriously. If you fail at work, you will fail in life. Your life fails when you fail at work. I'm coming. I'll I'll bring you to a point where you understand this statement. When you fail at work, you fail in life. That is why when sharp people from work, they feel so down, they feel so broken they feel so left out in the world because there is something in the man that drives him to work. I will show you in the scripture. So last year I preached a sermon and I titled, There is profit in every labor. Unfortunately, there are some believers and Christians who don't want to work, but they want to eat. The Bible said that he that does not work must not eat. So if you don't want to work, you don't qualify to eat. And the eating is not just banku and tilapia and fufu and lysuk or whatever. Please concentrate. It's not bankrupt and tilapia or whatever. Eating. He said, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. And that is not when 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 when, when the Bible says you eat the good of the land, you you are not going to just eat cocoa. It's not talking about just food. It's talking about the many blessings that God has in store for us. The Lamb talks about the year. So if you don't work, you cannot eat the best of life. Blessings. Working is compulsory for any life that will increase. So if we have to increase, Work again. The believers must begin to look at work again, and we will we will get to that. I don't want to jump the gap. A successful Christian must excel at work. Our career must excel. Our professions must excel. What we must excel in what we do, because what you do will go a long way. I mean, we know Jesus as our Savior because He came to do something. He came to shed His blood for us. He came to die on the cross. So what you do will define you. Your work will define you. Therefore, we must excel at what we do. If you're a carpenter, you must excel. Whatever you are, whatever profession you find yourself, you must excel. You must greatly excel as a Christian. When Christians are failing at their workplace, it is an insult to the kingdom. The the gospel was not made to produce failures. Our success at work brings glory to God. Now, let me just go straight to the point. How do I succeed in my career? Your career is like a baby grow, it can die, it can shine, it can be deep, it can be glorious and it can be obscure. As a Christian, how do I develop or have a successful career? The first thing I'm talking about is develop the right attitude. Develop the right attitude in your workplace, in your profession develop the right attitude. You see, we have so many so many Christian entrepreneurs that if you enter into a business deal with them, you regret for the rest of your life. You can ask somebody to sew a dress for you and when you see the sewn dress you wish you didn't take your clothes there. And this is, by the time you enter the shop or worshipper or two spirit and this You have paid so much, so much, the cloth is expensive. Sometimes it is on the day, on the day that they make the cloth, the dress available. And they will come and it is like a a nightgown. Our attitude towards work as Christians is very important. If you have to excel in your career, your attitude towards work must be good work existed before the fall of man before man fell man uh, work existed so it is not like the fall of man caused god to give us work god gave man work before man fell so some people said oh we are working hard because god caused man no The cash did not bring the work. God gave... So many people have a preconceived mind, that work is Kana. And that is why many charismatics Very vital now the richest man in the Bible when you hear the richest man in the Bible you know King Solo. he appreciated this very well and when I was studying about all this and I said if a rich man like Solomon is talking about attitude then we need to pay attention to it most people lose their jobs not because they don't work hard attitude towards work our attitude we go to work late You go to work late. There is no day you've gone to work on time. You go to work late. We leave work to go and pray. In a prayer meeting, three hours and we come back. Meanwhile, if you were in UK, you would not do that. Because they pay you per hour. But because you are working, you know, they should understand. Um, hey, Solo. Solo said in Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 18. Hey, let's go and hear from Solo. Ecclesiastes 5 verse 18. A softer version please. He said, even so, I have noticed one thing. At least, that is good. It is good for people to eat, drink, and enjoy their work. Under the sun, during the short life God has given them, to accept their lot in life. My emphasis is to enjoy their work. Attitude. Don't go to work and have a posture as if you are not enjoying your work. Your boss must not see that you are not enjoying your work. Customers must not see that you are not enjoying your work. You must have a posture of enjoying the work that God has given to you give me the amplified version we have to have pleasure in the work we do and when you have pleasure in the work you do you hardly get tired he said behold what I have seen to be good and fitting is for one to eat and drink and to find enjoyment in all the in which he labors so your so work is. must be a You You must must be happy working up to go to work. You want your career to succeed. You want your profession to shine. You must have enjoyment. Your joy must be full. That you are working and doing what you are working. Many Christians don't enjoy their work. You enter the course. I once went to buy something and the way the attendant was looking at me is like Mehano. И сейчас. focus on two things number one you can decide to focus on the tongues that tricks you the tongues that put you because the rose plant has tongues on it so if you are the gardener the garden man um, and you are to prune it at least some of the tones will be tricking you another area you can decide to focus on is the beautiful roses flowers that bats from the plant after you have pruned the secret to being happy with the job you do is that find something in the job you do that should excite you so you can decide to say I'm focused like after I finish pruning the plant I love the way the flowers come meet people in the same occupation You will find out those who enjoy the work. You have to learn how to enjoy the work you do. It's not a sin to enjoy the work you do. Enjoy it. Do it with joy. That is the secret to having a flying career as a believer. The difference in our blessings is our attitude. Now, God, Moses calls to spies. Go and spy and come and give me a report. Ten of them had bad attitude. Two of them had good attitude. And it was the two and their generations that entered the promised land. Our attitude at work. You know, they can't you because of your attitude, not because of a demon. Witches are tired of you. The way you pray, they won't come here. they leave you with a bad attitude. Yeah. A company is going to downsize they don't suck everybody hey, i'm giving you a secret a sure way to increase as a christian professor uh, professional. a sure way is to have a different attitude towards work we must change our attitude towards the jobs we do as believers as we give you see, one of the difficulties in life as a Christian is when you have a company, before you employ a church member, be very careful. Yeah. The attitude of the believer sometimes it's better to employ on professionals in the house the more we excel at work the more the church grows (laughs) because you become a living testimony when you excel at work you get promotions your salary should be coming when they approach you and you do well you get extra money that your other colleagues don't know by that you can become helpful to the church, helpful to your family, helpful to the poor. Cornelius, his whole house, they're part of his church. Because he was taking care of them, his whole workforce. Abraham had over 300 workers, soldiers, in his house. So the more you, you excel at your work, you do, as a Christian, you gain what you call influence. You get influence, and your influence can be driven or can drive people into the kingdom of God. Just imagine all these superstars, uh, all these hip-life stars and all that. One or two become Christians, and they start singing gospel songs. You see that they retire all the current gospel singers retire them because of influence. That's why they, they use them for branding. Influence will go for this. This one will go for this. Why? Because they are influencers. They have excelled at their work. Christians must excel. We should not use the gospel as an excuse to fail. You should not hide behind tongues with the venerable and then not excel at work. If God is going to bless us, we must excel at work. We must commit to good character. Character that is man's favor. There is something God's favor does for you and there is something man's favor does for you. Our attitude very important. Enjoy what you do. If even the job is underpaying you, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it to the maximum. Do it with joy. Leave a mark so that the day you are leaving, eh, people will be crying. People will know that we will miss a finish. Don't be at a right place that when you are going, people start jubilating when you are leaving a workplace people must cry that must be the testimony of the Christian for some of us we cannot even go back to where our previous work for recommendation because we spot the place we spot the place we can't go and call our former boss and so I've got you, uh, I already went with my master, so I've got you a new appointment, so I need a recommendation. You can go, because you spot the place. As a Christian, as a spiritual Christian, you have spot that place. May the Lord have mercy on us. You see, a good attitude is one of the elevators in life. Having a good attitude at work is one of the elevators in life. Find something meaningful to enjoy in what you are doing. You know, the other day, uh, a pastor called me and said, he's discouraged. He this is. And he said, oh, no, people are not coming to church and blah, blah, blah. I say, it's everywhere. You have to find and say, betrayer here, betrayer there. You know, in the midst of the betrayer, there are people too who are loyal. In the midst of the betrayer, there are people to who love you. Always find a reason to be happy with the work you are doing. In the midst, if you are working somewhere, in the midst of the hatred, there are people who also acknowledge what you are doing. Find a reason to be happy. Don't find a reason to be sad at the place you are working. Don't find a reason to be complaining. Don't even complain about your salary. I've not seen any man with a good attitude to work complain about salary. Yes. grow, if you have a good attitude to work, your promotion will never delay, so you will never complain about salary. The first thing you need to be asking yourself and be answering to yourself is, do you know how many unemployed graduates are in town? So and to, you have to be very realistic. Look at this number of degrees that are being released from everywhere now every corner there's a university every corner there's a school As for masters now it is becoming almost like degree so when you have work as much as maybe eh, you feel too big there are people who are working with the lowest of their qualification because if they pull out the high qualification they don't get the job Then they do the masters, then they do the PhD. So when you have work, be grateful and work with a good attitude. Don't be snobbish. Don't be haughty. Don't be hot-tempered. Don't be proud. Sometimes where you are working, you are positioned in a very strategic place. People might see before they see the director. Until now, you have become the law. You frustrate people. And when you don't like somebody, your boss, you know how to let your boss hit the dust. Your time will come. <laughs> when the time comes, you become ordinary also. A Christian professional must have a good. Look at David and Joseph. I don't even want to talk about David. Look at Joseph. Good character. Good attitude to work. Good attitude. He was betrayed by Potiphar's wife. He didn't change his attitude in the prison. Even in the prison, he became a boss. The Christian professional must develop a good attitude towards work. What will it cost you to smile? and be nice, and be submissive to authority. It will cost you anything. How do you approach your customers? Do you does it exude the likeness of Christ in you? or you carry your father's nature, your biological father's nature to your workplace? or your biological mother's nature to the workplace. No, as a Christian, we are ambassadors of Christ, anywhere we find ourselves. And not just just when we are in church, that we are ambassadors, but when we are at the marketplace, we represent Christ and that must be our focus. Am I representing Christ enough? Am I representing Christ? Are they regretting employing Christians? That is what we ask ourselves. If you go for interview and they ask you, Are you a Christian? Are you sure they'll give you a job? Or they'll say, Ah, whatever. Or about the good human. No, they are coming to spawn them. We will not employ them. I've been in interview on, on an interview panel where I knew the guy who, could, who was very spiritual. The first statement the director said is, we don't like these kind of people they will not put up a good attitude. So when we finish our act, our three months to be on, and I asked him why this is, oh, you have a blood flow of such people. They left the company without three months' notice. They left. That is our attitude. Our life is not under any man. If he hate me, God loves me. So you leave, not knowing that you are destroying somebody's opportunity. Our attitude towards work can be very bad. There are companies that when you go and they see your CV, Christian, they will take you. They 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 will take you. Because our attitude, some charismatic professionals, so bad. Because of time, let's go to number two. Adapt the right priorities in life. Adapt to the right priorities in life. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 5. Adapt to the right priorities in life. Adapt to the right priorities in life. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 5. He who, who guards in summer is a wise son. He's hmm. <laughs> not he who, who sleeps in summer. He who, who guards in summer is a wise son. But he who, who sleeps in heaven ¿Qué quiere? in something. What are you doing? How are you doing it? going you can wake up only. So make him who has <laughs> your The wise man knows that the opportunity to not be able to fast long a day. Doctors will say you see you have to protect your Tight comfortably, it means your offerings will flow, it means you can help your family one or two, you can help the poor, you can sow seed, you can go and get projects, you can buy a land. You see, so your worker that prayer God give me a land, a prophetic land. When you get a good job, even the work can organize to buy a land, give it to you people, and you pay much <laughs> more. Your work is very important. And I'm praying that every one of us in this house will receive a remarkable job in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm not saying that become a workaholic. <laughs> because workaholism is a test. There must be a great balance between work and leisure. Excessive dedication to work is an equal sin as excessive dedication to leisure. There must be a balance between work and rest. And not that work will swallow rest or rest will swallow work. There must be a balance. Pastor, what do you mean by that? Go to them. I mean that prioritize well, if you prioritize well, you have a balanced life, God, family, work, God, number one, family, number two, work, number three, it will give you a balanced life. You will not choose a job that will affect your devotion to God. You will not choose a job that will affect your family life. Because the tomb come before the job. If you put job, God, family, that is when you miss a balanced life. You'll be married to your work, and you become a workaholic, and it's a test. Someone once said that hard work is the best investment you can ever make into your own life. Hard work. As a wife, work hard. As a husband, work hard. Work hard to establish the family. Work hard to build for the family. We don't want to raise a generation of lazy men and lazy women. A generation is rising that producing too many lazy Christians and these people are married what is going to happen there? You know, because of time let me move to the next point. You no, know, I've lost my voice yesterday we did eight hours. Stephanie you ran away. <laughs> we did six hours people came and did this. where are they? They are all telling, Where are the sisters and the brothers? at nice time and at the end the glory of god was strong okay the last point for today i will go unfortunately it's going to be like 15 minutes or 20 minutes because the main subject of today is the number number three develop diligence in work develop di- diligence in work In the week, in the period of almost five years, he came out with the vaccine, and today, because of him, do not suck also, suck also, also Because of him, you and I we are not capable. Because polio is part of the cellular diseases, they vaccinate us. Somebody deliberately. <laughs> You see, I'm showing you a sure way to increase. It's not good. These things that I'm teaching you, I mean I'm doing it intentionally. Because wealth that will last is the wealth that kills through the channels that God has described in the Bible. we look at three of them. No matter how much a lazy person may want something, he will never get it. Kate, wake up. Wake up. Uh-huh. Give me a message, message. I'm preaching. I'm relaxed. Okay. Yesterday we did a giddy, giddy, Today we are taking it point after point. Indolence wants it all. And this, 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 message, the, the energetic have something to show for their lives. This one is too heavy. Energy. Lessie people want much, but they get little. But those who work hard for prosper. Tell somebody hard work doesn't kill. God, hit the person. Doesn't kill. Doesn't kill. doesn't kill. kill. Sometimes, you see, may, may you not be so close to prosperity eh, and never be prosperous. May you not get there. You look like you are prosperous. but you are not prospered. The only money you have, five thousand, your bank account. So you, you, working you're, you're working hard. In poverty, increase will not come to the lazy man. Mark it on the wall. all <laughs> the player and be lazy. Nothing will happen. Give me progress from one five this increase, we will enjoy it, we will enter, we will, we will enter, say I'll enter into increase. <laughs> yeah. God, our uh, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. You see, when you are hearing these preachers, eh, you should be writing your own resolutions down. Because not everything that I will say, but God himself can be t- talking to you, whilst I'm preaching, God, the Bible says, "Feed come by hearing, and you yeah. So once I'm preaching, you see some of this I mean, so you see good planning, not just planning, good planning. And hard work lead to prosperity. But hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Hasty shortcuts. Soccer bet. And those things. <laughs> soccer bet. My for the is soccer bet. Lead to poverty. How many of the people do sugar beet do beet 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 and become rich? is 10 years we should have done something significant on our own property so as i am working my prayer topic from number one prayer topic to number thousand prayer topic oh lord supply oh lord supply He's he's, he's giving you a clear solution. When you are lazy, it will make you. (laughs) The powers in laziness makes a man poor. There are powers in laziness. It makes you poor. You know the Bible says the blessings of the Lord make up a man rich. The powers in laziness, it makes a man poor. But hard work will make him rich. Jesus Christ. Receive the blessing of the Lord. Some words that represent diligence. See you. As a person, why are you doing the work? Why are you taking the work personal like that? Hey. Tell me, how should I do the work? Moi. Some of you. The way your, employer, your, your employers are meant to happy, you, they've not gotten a good replacement. Because, why you're more like... <laughs> they, like, if they give you work and they know it will take years, they have to come and ask you, you are just, you are, you are just flat. It is as if they are forcing you to work. You must work with zeal. No, no, no. Donc... working for five years, you don't have any investment. You don't, you don't care, it's like a hey, Today is the what market We get something to We they move. They move away. We are so careless, so, so careless. So it, 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 and it shows on our road. Diverse driving. It is one of the worst, worst things we see on the road now. Let's drive it. And the country is made up of over 70% Christians. We can do, do, do you know that you can do a job without putting your heart inside? Yes. You can do a job and not be diligent. A job will pay you, but diligence will pay you higher. Add diligence to your work. The job will pay you, but diligence will pay you higher. Every worker is paid, but the diligent worker is paid well or paid better. You know, every boss knows the diligent workers. Own. Every boss knows the diligent workers in his workplace. Right so like, let's say, you when you joined your company, how long did you work there that when they wanted people to go to Netherlands, they added you to it? Some few, some few. My people were there that they thought they should have gone. And out of that, you had some enemies. Yes. Every boss knows the deal, and, and, and then sometimes your boss can even recommend you for a job outside your company, quietly. The diligent worker shall be recognized and trusted with greater tax. That means greater rewards comes. So the more you become diligent, the more they increase your tax. And when they increase your tax, it means your revenue or your income increases. Look at the talent of, of the uh, parable of the talent. Matthew 25, 14 going. We will not read it. The man gave some five, another one two, another one one. The one who was able, the five-person got this. And what did the master say? Good and faithful servant. Enter into the rest of the life. I will make you charge of many. The second one, they say. The last one. The lazy. He lost that one. He, lost, he really lost what he had. For some of us, our lack of diligence can cause you to lose your job then you come say God is not faithful, God is faithful, you were not diligent, diligent. God is calling us as Christian professionals to be diligent. Yeah. One of the worst places you go and you see, you see people is the hospital. So, This is where Christians are positioned. As for the government institutions, they don't talk. Like the receptionists, no. Over what like you do on 8, no. That? 9.30 to 10. 9.30 to 10. On November I to 10. On November 9.30 to 10. On November 9.30 can 10. Nice. On One hour. Not to 10. Oh, 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 Proverbs chapter twelve verse 24 We are are getting to the end Hard work Will give you power Being lazy Will make you a slave Diligence Is the pathway to Career advancement Please vow in your life To be a diligent worker Wherever you find yourself Diligence if a power giver. That word power there is authority. It will increase your rise. That is promotion. If you want to be promoted, be, be, just be di- diligent. And when you are diligent, nobody can deny your promotion. You see that and kind of then you start to play well. That when you play, you have grounds. Because you are deep. And nobody might deny what you are doing. But if you are lazy and you are delaying your promotion, what will you say? How will you pray? God, you know I was lazy, but you know all my friends are being promoted. <laughs> How are you going to God, you know I was lazy, but you know your your mercy will speak for me. Uh, If you are lazy, you will never get what you are after. But if you work hard, you will get a fortune. Diligence can be. You may be here or you are online, you are not diligent. But you can be diligent. Three ways you can cultivate diligence. Number one. Number one. See every work you are doing as the work of God. See the work you are doing as a work unto God. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 6 to 7. Look at this one. Don't be don't don't work hard when you see your boss. Yeah. <laughs> that being diligent will pay us higher than just being workers. So that will encourage you to be diligent. If I become diligent, I will be paid higher. So you you try to do more diligently doing more, going the extra mile, being careful to execute what has been committed into your hands. Yeah, I want you to increase. So. I want to, and this is why I'm teaching you this. I was impressed with one member. I'm sure she was listening to the teaching last week. So as soon as well, she has been applied to a company to do voluntary work while she waits for employment, I said, that's good. You have to, you, if you don't, you said, good planning and hard work will enter, will push you into prosperity. Don't just pray for prosperity. Exactly. After Joshua and the people have prayed, God came to them. You have dwelt here too long. So diligence will give you provisions. So when you know that it will it will pay you higher. Because diligence will give you provisions. Remember Rebecca. How did she enter into Isaac's life? Diligence. She gave water to um, um, Eliezer, Abraham for that. And then she gave water to what? The donkeys. And that is how Eliezer said, No, this one, I'm taking her to go and marry the son of the richest man on earth, Abraham, his son Isaac, diligence. It will give you provision, it will give you, possessions, it will give you prominence. Uh, remember what you read. That diligence will give you what? Hard work will give you what? Power. Won't you want to be prominent? Look at the man who brought the vaccine for polio. He was a nobody. But after his discovery, he is a famous personality in the medical history of America. Please develop the spirit of diligence. It can, it can be painful. It can, be, it can bring an inconvenience, but it will pay off. Amen. The last way to develop diligence is we must know that failure to be diligent will cost us our blessings. Some unique blessings will come to you. So these are things that will motivate you to desire to be careful, pay attention to details. And I learned that very well from my father in the Lord. Pay attention to details. Pay attention to details. Don't do work and your supervisor must come and look at it and correct it. You no, know, you should do the work. You know where you are? When they are doing interviews for people, they ask, "Can you work under pressure? Can you work without supervision?" Huh. Diligence will put you in a place where you can perform, and when you perform, you are paid. And when you are paid, next week I talk about it, you will enjoy your reward. you will do we need. Enjoy <laughs> <laughs> some. Don't budget gobble the whole month. Tell me two. Blow some. Give me. I know what I pay <laughs> Feel good, small. sister, i shoes, a sister, shoes. Now a sister, I'm a I'm I'm the sister, i your a from China, but you let it be <laughs> 15, 16 Ghana, 18 Ghana, then you tell me, I am correct, where are you from, 30? 30. 30, where are you from, 30? That thing will smell, By the time you walk out of your gate, it's not on you. Then you start, it doesn't you are you, you are you, you not know anything. I get some, now move, I get 250, 300, 300, you need to care, And you see that once you are enjoying it, uh, you realize that, hey, it's the one, life will be better. Life if you don't thumbs you won't understand why you should work hard. And so, you get busy. <laughs> and blow some. Save towards customers. And blow it with your family.